Real Business Owners. Welcome back to the Real Business Owners Podcast. This is episode 59 with myself, Trevor Cowley, and Kel Goodman. What's up? Guys, today we're going to talk about a topic um, that is brought to you by Easier Accounting. We haven't done that we in a while. We haven't said that in a minute. Yeah, we no. haven't sponsored our own posts <laughs> or our own podcast in a hot minute. Yeah. Um, but and 60-day credit. Yeah, right I was just going to say, <laughs> but for real, if you guys need bookkeeping, accounting, tax prep, any, any anything inside of the accounting realm, make sure that you send us a, a direct message and uh, we'll point you in the right direction. If your credit's not looking the best, we also own 60-day credit repair, so keep us in mind there as well. Today's episode is going to be about imposter syndrome. Um, this is something that I believe that everybody will have to go through as they're making adjustments in their life and basically full-on committing to success, mm. right? Probably over and over again, dude. Over I, and over I go again. through it all the time. Same, same. You know, nothing, no matter how successful you are or I am, we still know where we have been mm -hmm. and your brain knows that. And so your brain sometimes wants to throw things at you that are negative, right? Totally. Uh, for me, for instance, um, I'm still that little boy that grew up poor, that did bad in school, that was a drug addict. You know, some, sometimes that rears its ugly head and makes you feel as though that you're not fit to be in a specific spot at li in life, Right. right which isn't true. Every single individual that you surround yourself with that is successful will also feel those same feelings. Even celebrities, actors, uh, athletes, a lot of people mm -hmm. go through a, a phase of imposter syndrome, yeah. like wondering why, uh, uh, not why, but wondering if somebody's ever going to figure them out. Yeah. And, and, and they feel fake or they feel phony because, again, they know their past. Nobody else knows their past. So... To speak on that, I, I just basically want to say that you're not a prisoner of your past, right? You are a uh, an individual that is built upon past choices. Again, I was a drug addict in the past because I made bad choices, right? So if you're making good choices now and you're starting to see success from it, that's who you are. You're right. an individual of value. You're an individual that is trying to do something positive. And so as you're doing that, Without a doubt, as Kel said, a hundred percent of the time, it will that that little voice is going to tell you you're not good enough mm -hmm. throughout the process. And the times that I feel it the most is usually when we would start going into a group setting, right? Because everybody inside of these group <clears throat> settings, whether it's in a seminar or an event or whatever it is, everyone's trying to put their best foot forward, right? Right. In some cases, you're dressing differently than what you would normally dress on a day-to-day -day basis. Everybody sees how we dress. You know, we're pretty relaxed, pretty chill. But we've also gone to events where we dress up, we're buttoned up, and we've got slacks and, you know, nicer shoes on. That's when it really kicks up for me because that's not something I normally wear. Is right. somebody going to find out that I'm an imposter because I normally wear a hat? I no normally don't look all buttoned up and professional, so to speak. Right. And the other individuals look like that That may be the way that they dress and act and do the things that they do on a day-to-day -day basis. 
versus me. I'm I'm dressing up and being different yep. going into that space. So I feel that's, like, that's I where feel, I felt. I it feel the like most. the root of it is comparing yourself to other people. I guess that that's you know really, I mean? that has to be it, it, at least a big part of the root. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, because I mean, take the groups for example. Yeah, we own an accounting firm that does yeah. pretty well. Yeah. And then there's some CPAs in there. We're not CPAs, right? Yeah. And we're pretty open about that. We're yeah. like, listen, we built this off of servicing customers, how they need to be serviced, yeah. you know, all these things. But then when we start talking accounting knowledge, it's like, oh, I'm probably way out of my league. This guy's a CPA, probably yeah. graduated top of his class. You're assuming things about this other person that you're comparing yourself to when you don't even know. Then you start having conversations with them. You know, like I had plenty of conversations with Tyler, this is yeah. CPA within the group, and then yeah. we get talking about stuff, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, you know quite a bit about, oh, S-Corps and, mm-hmm. you know, basically LLCs and structuring and the cash flow through there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I can have conversations with mm-hmm. guys at that level, yeah. even if I don't know everything that they know, you know? And so a yeah. lot of it, I think, does come with assuming um, the people that you're comparing yourself with, right, or or – you're projecting. Yeah. You're projecting your your bias, right? And you believe that again. Nobody knows your past, but here's what I would say: in order to combat that, is just probably be open and honest. Yeah. If you're worried about somebody finding something out about you in your past or whatever it is, yeah. you know, we're very open people. You know, you've yeah. discussed divorce. You've discussed going to counseling. I've discussed drug habits in the past and growing up, you know, we, we've, we've laid it out on the table. Yeah. Transparency is huge. Exactly. So if you're very transparent and you're open and honest, that's probably far more relatable than trying to act like something that you're not. Mm-hmm. And again, going into a group setting or in an event setting, dressing up, that's not how I normally am. Yeah. Right. And so I think that that's part of the reason. Like, I don't like that's doing true. my hair and doing that. So yeah. I feel out of place because that's not who I am on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, th- and then on Friday, an event, all of a sudden I look like a buttoned up, you know, business professional guy, you know, or whatever. Right, and right. I've always been really against that. And the reason I've been against that is because I used to think that you had to look and act and do things a certain way in order to be considered successful or be looked at as an individual of success um, rather than uh, just being yourself. You know, there's plenty of people that can just be themselves and we can wear hats, we can wear shorts and whatever, whatever we want on a day to day basis. Yeah. That doesn't take away what we know. We know what we know. We've had the success that we've had. The fact is if, if there is a scoreboard in business, it's your bank account. Mm-hmm. You know, and our bank accounts look pretty fat most of the time. So I think that we're we're running up the score pretty good. Um, yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that 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 that's really when I get out out of place for myself. Yeah. And so that's what I've really enjoyed about the real business owners, you know, page on Instagram, on Facebook, and the podcast and stuff that we can just lay it all out there. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is when you lay it all out there, you actually get accepted far more than trying to be this buttoned up professional person. That's just really not who you are. Yeah. It's just inauthentic. More and more, more and more business professionals I notice are, are like that nowadays. It's actually, you know, Starting more. It's more. Back. Yeah, at least in the in the areas that I'm running in in business. You yeah. know, I don't really hang out on Wall Street or anything. But yeah, you know, like maybe uh, I just notice guys used to think they had to look a certain part to be business owners, right? And so um, I, I notice it's going far and far away, but. I think it's a good point that you bring up because I feel like that's another big thing. A big root of it is people are hiding who they really are. Yeah. You know what I mean? They are. They're scared to to just be themselves. 
you know, and they shouldn't hide, man. Like, I really feel like there's the uniqueness that people have in themselves is really what it, their power is, man. It's like, that's what makes them great, yeah. you know? And so people should start practicing on becoming more comfortable with who they really are to not feel that as much. Cause I did, I remember feeling it in middle school. Like yeah. I played sports, but I also sold a little weed, you yeah, know, to, to exactly. homies like clear yeah. back in middle school. Right. Yeah. And I always compared myself to these other people. I was always hiding who I, who I was over here or mm-hmm. didn't think that, you know, whatever I was going to be like them if they knew this about me. And you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I remember doing that yeah. a lot, even as a kid. And then I remember a lot yeah. of, Places doing it as a business professional as well, like, and it really is. It's you hiding who you are. You're comparing yourself to other people, and you're just, you know, you really I, just I, it comes down to trying. Down. To, yeah, it's, it comes down to trying to fit in. Yeah, you know, when you're being something that you're not to try to fit into something that you think that you need to be. Yeah. That's when imposter syndrome is probably going to hit its peak because again, I get in nice dress clothes which is not really who I am, trying to fit in mm-hmm. in an environment, in an event where there's a lot of these business professionals, yeah. right? And so, and it's again, true, man. It, like it, one of the biggest human needs is the sense to belong, yeah, right? They exa- to belong exactly. To something, so. And so what you guys need to understand is your brain already knows uh, your past very, very well, right? Yeah. And it can use it against you in order to try to put you in a situation to uh, – Take your foot off the gas. Like you're not good enough. You're the, you know, again, people worth a hundred million, two hundred million, a billion dollars. They had to go through some of those same uh, discomforts, so to speak. Just like you're going to have to go through those discomforts. I mean, I remember one time right before you were getting on stage to speak and talk about the tax plan that we have and you know how how it saves people money. You're like, man, what if there's a CPA in the in in the audience that knows far more than I do yeah, and calls, calls me out, me out on something, something yeah. you know? Yeah. And you're again, that's just imposter syndrome because mm-hmm. you're you're talking about a subject, yeah. but you don't have the a master's degree in accounting, so to speak. But you have far more experience in accounting than somebody that's an accountant for the last three years or four years or right. five years because you've been in the game since. 08 yeah. or whatever it is, 06 or yeah. whenever, whenever it was, right? And so, guys, understand this. So just as uh, Carrie talked about in the, the previous episode, two or three episodes ago, those neural pathways in your brain, again, these are memories that we have that are ironclad. They're stored there. That, that's an easy path to go down for your brain to start selling you, you know, again, all your shortcomings mm-hmm. of who you used to be. And when you are leaving who you don't want to be and trying to find this this next best version of yourself, and again, we've talked about this, no man's land, yeah. and in there, I do think that you will feel like an imposter or a fake to a certain yeah. extent because you're trying to find the next best version of yourself, and it's unfamiliar territory. Going back to some of the old stories that your brain tries to sell you, that's familiar territory. And at least you know that to be true. When you start venturing out, you don't know what to expect. So there's a lot of discomfort that's going to happen. But what what needs to happen is you need to continue when that that starts kicking up, that imposter syndrome, your brain tries to sell you that you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. You need to basically combat that by reminding yourself all of the wonderful things that you have done or what you have accomplished. You know, how many people have built companies to do uh, $10 million plus a year in revenue? Very, 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 very few. 
Yeah, but I mean, there is still a lot at the same time in comparison to the entire population. Yeah, exactly. it's very few. Yeah, uh, but there is a lot of people that do it, and that is one thing: is they are willing to suck. They yeah. are willing to just push through, um, you know, despite uh, what people might think, you know, or despite them being afraid of just being wrong, right? Or you know, whatever, you know, whatever it is, and that is a lot of what that imposter syndrome is, man. You're afraid yeah. to be wrong in front of people and be embarrassed, and so a lot of it is you care so much what other people think, which yeah. I feel like everybody does to a point. And yeah. the, the more and more you you care less, yeah. like the more freeing you become and the the more you level up as a, as an entrepreneur and a business owner. So, um, the funny thing about anybody's capable of it, I guess. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So, but the more, the more that I have went to events and seminars and joined the group that starts to fade a little bit because yeah. you realize everybody else is just like you, Yeah. you know? And again, it's just your brain trying to say, They're all idiots. Try, everybody's an idiot. We're all idiots <laughs> to a certain kidding. extent. You I've know? had those conversations though, where I'm like, I've put this guy on a pedestal. Yeah. Like, damn, he's worth a hundred million. You get yeah. talking to him. I'm like, this guy's like, not that smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's a he's a human being. You know, he's not any more special than I am, right? You do. You have those thoughts and those yeah. um But when you but, but again, you have those experiences and when you the more of those experiences you have, the less the less nerves you have, I guess, going into those scenarios, oh, yeah, for right? Because sure. the first couple of events or seminars or whatever, you feel like a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I dress? How do I act? How do I this? Again, pe- everyone's trying to put on their a front and put their best foot forward and act like the the, the big swinging dick of the group or whatever, right? Yeah. Like that they're doing the most business. And then you start talking to somebody and you're like, oh, yeah, we do this, we do that. Oh, my gosh, that's... But initially, when you saw that person, you're like, man, they're probably doing way better business, bigger business than I am, the way they look, the way they act, the way they dress, or whatever, right? You know, there's plenty of people that I've met that I thought was way, way, way successful. And it starts coming to a point to where sometimes people overly dress that aren't successful at all because they are trying to portray that they are successful mm-hmm. so that people take them seriously. Yeah. They are impostering. They are impostering <laughs> to 100%, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I don't know who told us a story one time, but they said somebody that uh, somebody worked at like a Ferrari dealership or something like that. You remember that story? And they were saying, uh, yeah, my buddy works at a Ferrari de- dealership. And the people that come in it with flip-flops on are usually the people that are leaving with the Ferrari, uh, yeah. paying cash. Yeah. And the people that like dress up way nice to go into the Ferrari, they're, they're, they think that that's what they have to look like yeah. in order to be taken seriously to buy a Ferrari. But it's the money that is serious, yeah, right? You know you either that. have that or you don't have it. And if you don't have it, you're going to try to look like you have it. Yeah. Rather than just going in there with confidence and be like, yeah, I can pay for one of these cash. I'll take that yeah. one in your flip-flops. Why would you care about what a sales rep or anybody at the dealership thinks of you? Because you're way up here doing your own shit. Mm-hmm. You don't care about what other people think yeah. because you got the dough. You don't have to pretend that you have money because you do have money, yeah, right? For sure. And, and so I would say just understand that it's completely normal. Yeah. You know, uh, continue to show up to these events, continue to shake hands, continue to meet people. I would and, say, and they'll find that out for themselves. I would also say that don't get so good at just not caring what other people think that you're not really always trying to strive to be the best in yeah. your craft, right? Yeah. Like, 
I really think that success really does come from you constantly trying to be the best at what you do. Like, yeah. I, like, dude, if I went, like, I'm a total idiot if I went and talked to a mechanic right now. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know shit, right? Yeah. But this guy knows his craft so well. Like, yeah. you know, he's probably thinking, God, what an idiot, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I think that really you do always got to push yourself. You can't just be like, oh, that's imposter syndrome. I'm feeling right now. But, you know, you're, you're not really that educated in your craft. You do got to try to be the best at your craft and what you are an expert in um, so that you don't – I feel like that's going to help you not feel that either because you, you're going to be pretty confident yeah. when, when you know. Yeah. Like, I've spent years studying – taxes and deductions yep. and tax codes i'm not a cpa and there are i guarantee guys that could school me on things but i'm okay with that too i'm yeah. okay with being wrong because that's a learning experience yeah um but at the same time like i already know some average mechanic dude comes and talks to me about taxes i'm gonna blow his socks off and teach him some things that he could be doing to save a shit ton of money on his taxes mm-hmm. right and so it's just uh it is important for you to to push yourself in your craft to try and be the best possible at your craft you know just, i mean i think that's really where a lot of people feel that imposter syndrome is they don't really know they're they're an expert in their field so yeah. become one they're trying to act as though that they're yeah. something that they're you not are being the really, imposter if yes. you don't know what the fuck you're so, talking about so, and that's what you do to make your living right? there you go i mean that's the difference right, right. is there's imposters and then there's imposter syndrome, yeah. which is where completely different. You're letting your past, different. you're letting your thing, your, what other people might think, you're comparing, like, and so you you almost hold yourself back or limit yourself because you feel like you're not worthy, right? I'm not worthy yeah. to do this guy's taxes, or I'm not worthy to work on this guy's house, and you know, whatever. You know? Well, it's funny that for whatever reason, our brain wants to compare us to whoever we feel like is at the peak mm-hmm. of that industry or of that, you know, so if you're exactly. in a group of 100 people and they're, they're, you're in an accounting and they're an account and they're a CPA and you start comparing yourself, then, you know, you're projecting, you know, all this. Dude, when it comes to business, we know business mm-hmm. and we're very good at business. That's why I was saying how many people have done $10 million a year in revenue. Not that many businesses have done that. Right. I mean, the statistics flat out say, which I've said before, 63% of businesses break even or lose money each month. Yep. So you're in a small per- – 37% of businesses make money. Yep. And that doesn't mean that they make millions and millions of dollars. So one, if you're in a business that makes money currently, you're already in a small group of people of 37%. So good for you for even getting to that point. Point. Right. But secondly, you're going to have to force yourself to get to new levels so that you can get to the point where you make a quarter million a year, half a million a year, seven fifty a year. Well, let's you be know? real. If, you're, if you are suffering from imposter syndrome, you're never going to feel worthy enough to charge what you're worth. Exactly. And in order to really succeed in business, you kind of need to profit. Exactly. We wouldn't profit if we didn't charge what we were worth. Exactly. Right? We know how to put deals together to where our company profits because we have more confidence. We've gained 15 years of knowledge from being business owners to get to this point that we're at right yeah. now. And so it does take time, but that is something that's going to hold you back. I mean, it's 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 like even when we were talking about trying to do the podcast. Mm. It was like, yeah. eh, well, yeah. what, we, what we, we automatically compare ourselves to Ed Milet or Andy for that has like number one rated podcasts. So our brain naturally looks up to whoever's up at the at the highest level and say, "Well, we're not that good. We shouldn't even do it." 
you know, what do we have to offer? These are thoughts that me and Kel had prior to even starting this podcast. And so you guys need to realize that this is something that that we've dealt with and we still deal with Mm -hmm. on a day-to-day basis, okay? The the thing is, is prior to getting on stage and speaking, you, you know, like Kel did, Again, his brain started selling him these little teeny lies, telling him he's not good enough or he's this. But he went up on stage and absolutely killed it, right? And so the fact is it's going to happen. You're going to have to push past it and push through it. Um, It's just part of the process just as much as anything else. Uh, again, we felt like imposters to a certain extent starting a podcast because we're comparing ourselves to the number one podcast. Right. You don't have to do that. Yeah. If you want to be a motivational speaker, somebody might compare themselves to Tony Robbins. Right. And again, you could make plenty of money being the 100th best speaker or the 500th best speaker. You don't have to be the number one speaker in the entire world. Well, now, and you're not going to be overnight. Exactly. That's <laughs> not, I'm not saying don't yeah. strive for it. Yeah. Don't strive for it. Yeah. But you should you should shoot for being the best that you could possibly be by doing the work and all out committing to what it is that you need to commit to in order to be great at what you're trying to be great at, right? Uh-huh. But uh, again, if your business is making money, cool. If you're trying to get to that next level, you're going to have to stretch yourself into that unfamiliar territory and again, put yourself in a feeling where you feel like you're an imposter to a certain extent, right. even though you're not. You could be great at your craft. Um and then again, for the next stage of growth, it's the same thing. Every time we've continued to commit and go into bigger and bigger groups, uh, more successful groups, I felt that same feeling each time. But then by the second or third or fourth meetup, you've got friends inside the group. You know, you see them, you meet up with them. And when when your brain was telling you that you're not good enough and then you guys start talking about business, you're like, yeah, we broke $10 million last year in revenue. They're just blown away. Mm-hmm. You the, figure, the, you the figure numbers out pretty don't quick. The, the, the numbers don't lie. Yeah, you know we're, we're we're definitely good at what we do, whether it's accounting, whether it's credit repair, no matter what it is. But even if you're good at what you do, you're still going to fill that to a certain extent. So if you were 20 years old, 22, 24, 26, 30, 40, it doesn't even matter. It's it's not biased even with age. Yep. No matter what, whenever you're doing something outside of your normal, that's when imposter syndrome kicks in because your brain knows that that's not normal for you and then starts selling you the bullshit stories. Right. Right. And what you need to do is sell it the stories right back to it of all the wonderful things that you've accomplished. You know, we've built businesses up to the point where we broke $10 million in revenue. You know, we're impacting lives with, you know, a podcast with Instagram. You know, these are things that that we would have to ultimately sell ourselves once that brain comes in and tries to sell us the bullshit story of you're not good enough and that you're an imposter putting yourself in a specific room with people that... And again, in in one of the groups, uh, I heard somebody say, I feel like I'm like... The little guy in the group, I feel like uh, you know everybody else is way more successful than me. And we felt like and then we're like, we're dude, like, we feel the exact yeah. same way. We feel like we're like the peanut of the group, that, and everybody's must be doing tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, and we're again, out of our league. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just I, I just don't know. I, I don't fully understand why that is. I just think it's 
Anytime that you step into unfamiliar territory and you don't know what to expect, your brain defaults to negative. Yeah. It, and you start thinking about all the bad things that you've done or all the bad choices that you've made, and you're not reflecting on all the great things that you've done and all the things that you've accomplished. And so if you're going to try to grow your business, if you're going to try to, I mean, even getting on Instagram or Facebook and doing an ad and turning the camera on yourself and trying to film something for an ad, the whole time you're like, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? You know, as you're filming it, this sounds stupid. I'm going to redo it. That one looks like shit. Yeah, this is stupid. Like, (laughs) oh my God, I'm an idiot. There's a, you're, all you're doing is projecting. Nobody's, it's, it's almost like. You know, when you look at a photo, you, you go directly to you and you crit- oh, my God, I don't like the way I look in that photo. Mm. My one eye is squinty. And nobody could see it. Yeah. No one would notice. Nobody's going to notice. <laughs> it's the same thing when you go into a, a group setting or you're, you're in an unfamiliar territory. Nobody's going to notice. There's not anything. Y- your past is not attached to you. You're not wearing your past. Nobody knows about it. But, again, uh, the best way to combat it is, you know, one – uh, being open and honest about your past if there are things of your past so that you don't have to feel like somebody's going to find out yeah. you know, what's going on. And if anything, more people make mistakes and have had some negative things in the past that makes you more relatable and likable. Yeah. Okay, So that's one of the positive things. And then secondly, as Kel talked about, just go deep into what you do in terms of being smart yeah. in your industry or and, in your and business. And realize it's going to take time. And, yeah, and yeah. pay attention to that feeling of insecurity when you are feeling like an imposter. And like, just recognize it, man. Yeah. Like, embrace that shit and do it anyway. Like, go yeah. talk to that guy or that gal that yeah. you want to earn their business and quit feeling like you're not worthy of their business. Go go talk to them anyway. Push mm-hmm. through. Because yeah. even if you don't get that deal, yeah. you're going to have a little more confidence going after the next yeah. one. You know, and so you mm-hmm. gotta, you just, you gotta pay attention to that feeling, and then even the feeling of pushing through it, right? Because it yeah. always feels good, even if you walk away with some rejection, you didn't get the deal. Uh, you're a little bit closer, man, and so it feels Figure good it. to like, okay, I overcame that. It feels yeah. good to overcome to shit, to address it, Absolutely. and conquer it, right? Yeah. It's almost like when you're calling leads or you're trying to reach out to people and do. Yeah, they probably won't do business with me anyway, so I'm not going to send that yeah. email or I'm not going to do that. And again, that's another form of imposter syndrome to the point to where your your um your brain is trying to say that you're not good enough for that business, which isn't true. Yeah. But again, those are natural thoughts that are going to come up when you're trying to shoot for some of those bigger deals yeah. or somebody that you feel like is at a level above you that you want to do business with. Absolutely. You might as well shoot your shot. And the more times that you do that, the more you become numb to it and it's just there's eventually nobody above you because all you have to be is an expert in your field, not their field. Right. Right? If I'm selling insurance, I don't have to be an expert at an accounting to come to Cal and try to sell him insurance. Yeah. I can dare to pick up the phone and reach out to him because I know what I'm doing when it comes to this industry and I want to explain how I can bring value to that individual in their industry or with their business or whatever it is, right? Yeah. And so you're 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 doing yourself and the other individual a disservice by listening to that that negative voice in your head that's trying to sell you, you know, some bullshit story from the past. That is the past. You aren't that 13-year-old kid that fucked up. You're not the 18-year-old anymore that fucked up. You're 25, you're 35, you're 45, or whatever yeah. it is now. You have those life experiences. If anything, you're now stronger and better for it. Yeah. You can now relate to more people. The second thing I want to, to, to address here is if you are being an imposter and trying to act like something that you're not in order to get people to like you, 
that's not a good move because no matter what, we've heard this before, 50% of the people will like you, 50% of the people are going to hate you. It doesn't yeah. matter who you are, what you do, it's just the way it is. That shit always blows up in your face in the long run, man. I mean. But you might as well be you and have 50% of the people like you for who you are yeah. rather than being an imposter, getting depressed, and half the people like you, half the people hate you, but then you know in your heart that you're, again, selling some bullshit in terms of projecting that you are something that you're not, right? right? Do I think that we would have been able to do a podcast years ago? Absolutely. I think that we could have brought value years ago. Sure. Do I think that the imposter syndrome would have kicked up much harder uh, years ago? Absolutely. Right. We had to confront some of those uh, those feelings of being an imposter in some of these rooms and realize that we're not yeah. uh, in order to start being more confident to get in uncomfortable imposter type feeling situations uh in order to grow in order to to expand our businesses in order to grow personally um and so uh we definitely had to learn uh from being in all these groups and taking our business to different levels to know that oh shit man we really can bring some value right so that's what we came down to he's like let's do it and honestly we're like are we gonna even have enough topics or things we can talk about past like a couple months you know but yeah. i mean here we are over a year later yeah almost 60 episodes in and yeah and uh and we we always seem to you know find something to talk about that have, mm-hmm. we have experiences that people can learn from so and but we were willing to finally just do it yeah right? and everything that we talk about again this the it, these are all things that we've gone through. Right. You know, some people say, "Hey, will you go deeper in the construction industry on this, that, the?" And you know, I'll message back and say, "That's not." I say, for the most part, we try to keep the podcast somewhat general to where you know your industry and you could take that information and figure out how to apply it to your right. industry. Because not everyone that listens is in, in right. construction, and we might only that only per, can, can pertain to maybe two hundred people out of all the listeners. And then it falls on deaf ears to all the other people. So we try to keep it as general as we possibly can to where you could take some of the information and then you should understand and think about how to apply it to your business. Absolutely. Right? This topic is, again, a general topic, whether you're in construction, real estate, maybe it's a real estate deal and you're an agent and you don't want to reach out to that that uh, huge contractor or that individual that owns a bunch of land because you're the new guy on the block and you don't think that you can add that individual value because they've been selling land for the last 20 or 30 years and they're a big name. But again, you guys need to start shooting your shot. And the only way to really start recognizing that imposter syndrome is just that, it's just a fake syndrome that exists in your mind, made up stories about how you're not worth as much as you're currently worth, because that's really the truth. Um, you, your, your value is being built and based upon what you've done in the past. Right. It, you know, again, if I'm a 20 year old heroin addict going into a room of professionals, that's an imposter, right? right. Um, but again, my mind knows that that's what I used to be and tries to sell me that old story and it tries to act like I'm still that individual, which I'm not. Right. And so you guys will notice that this stuff does happen, will happen. Um, it's completely normal and it usually happens when you're, you're trying to move the needle. Because if you're not moving the needle, you can just be who you are, continue to do what you do. Everything's just on repeat. And you don't have to step outside of your comfort zone. When you step outside of your comfort zone, that's when, here it comes, it's going to start screaming at you, you're not good enough, you're this, you're that, these guys are great, they're going to figure out that you're not worth what you think, you know, whatever. You're not deserving of being in this room. So in all reality, 
imposter syndrome is probably something you're going to feel your entire life if you are always going to be seeking growth. Correct. Which you should always seek growth. Like Correct. One of the biggest takeaways I had from our, our journey over the last couple of years of networking with a lot more professionals above our level and yeah. as far as revenue goes or yeah. the size of their company is that like – Dude, you you are your happiest self when you are pushing yourself to grow, continue yeah. to grow continuously, right? Like the second you become complacent, you're not happy, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you're gonna feel this forever. Yeah. So the best thing you can do is just become aware of it, right? Yeah. When it happens, just sell yourself some of the things that you have accomplished. Absolutely. And again, nobody expects you to be an expert at everything, an expert in you know business. But if you are a mechanic, and I take my car, I expect you to be an expert. In mechanics, yeah, exactly. you know, and that's it. Yeah. If you're saying shit that I don't understand, I'm going to hire you. Yeah. Don't you fix know? my fuel pump like, and break my water pump and then yeah, it, you know, it, charge me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They said, you don't know you what know, the hell you're doing. And again, it comes down, if you say you're going to do something, follow through with it, right? Yeah. Because then uh, if we've had many people, whether it's programmers that we've hired, you know, employees, contractors, vendor, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. We've had many of these people come in and say, oh, yeah, I could do that within three months. And then we hire them, and then they can't do it. Yeah, they and then what, their money. It's true then, imposters, man. Th- that's a straight-up imposter. Yeah. And then what happens is they burn enough bridges, and then they're screwed. Yeah. But that's why it's good to be open and honest about what you can do, what you can't do. Uh, some people say, just say yes and figure it out later, which is cool. Yeah. You know, that's that, that's a great strategy as well. But, um, but follow you, through. Yeah, but figure that shit out. Figure it out <laughs> and get that shit done because that's all you really have is your name, right? Yeah. And once you get to a certain level or a certain point, the groups start getting a little bit smaller in terms of as you get up the ladder, yeah. there's less and less people. And I'm telling you, there's almost like a, you got to pierce that 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 group, right? You know, I think Stuman just recently posted something. Hey, I'm going to do this event with this person, this person, and he says something like, "I finally made it to to where I was trying to make it to, and be surrounded with the type of people that he wanted to be surrounded by." Yeah. Right. And so that these groups aren't easy to pierce as you continue to go up the ladder; they're harder and harder. Uh, but as long as you've been going through it, you, if you felt it down here and gone to this level, felt yeah. it right here, gone to that level. It's now starting to become familiar to you, right. and you you understand and can identify so that it's just imposter. It, you're not going to let it hold you back. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So again, you start numbing yourself to it a little bit and be becoming a little bit more aware of what's happening, and then you can kind of you know give it the Heisman stiff arm uh, and tell it to get the fuck out of there, right? And so I that, think you crushed it on that. Yeah, the Heisman <laughs> stiff arm or everything else. <laughs> Everything, bro. Um, no, I think you nailed it, dude. For no, real. that was a good episode. Um, that's all we have for you guys today. We're going to keep it short and sweet, but um, I'm going to go ahead and just read a, a quick review here. Uh, free mentorship is, is what he says. I appreciate you both, Trevor and Kel, for all the time, effort you guys put into the content. I've been with you guys since episode one and can say you guys also have come a long way. God bless, brothers. You guys are amazing. Oh, appreciate appreciate that. that, man. That's uh, Fresh 11 we appreciate you guys leaving reviews when you do. Uh, again, make sure that you're checking us out on YouTube as well. We do have that. Um, I know some people have asked previous, and we were a little slow run into that, but we're just slowly kind of chipping away at different platforms. But 
again, guys, uh, imposter syndromes are a, a real thing that we all have to battle and deal with. You just have to go through it. Yeah, I hope you guys go, got, go through I, it. I hope these people got yeah. that are listening got something out of it because yeah. that's been our experience of it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the best advice we can give on it. Yeah. You know, and I, I, you know, it's going to be a real thing forever. So, yeah. that's get used to it. Yeah, that's the biggest advice I could give is don't let it hold you back. Yeah, rise through. You know, push through. Yeah, and uh, at the end of the day, like. Follow through. Right? Exactly. So. Exactly. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure you rate and review it. Uh, guys, other than that, have a good day. Take care.